Hello and welcome to Ears for Dragon, an Eragon reread podcast. I'm your host, Sean. I'm Charlie. I'm Nick. Uh, and today we've got a th- three chapters as per usual, and we've got the first of our Nasawada chapters. Woo! Yeah! Um, the summary's not particularly short, but I've spared you a big chunk in the middle that I was planning on uh, reading in the summary and decided against, so Thank you. We'll get to the discussion, I'm sure. <laughs> I'll read it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so start, under the Minoa tree. Aragorn and Sephira fly home, their mental link awkward as they both dwell on the news of their bless- <laughs> the reality of the blessing. <laughs> as they sit down for dinner, Arya ri- arrives, wearing a tunic and a girdle instead of her riding leathers. Aragorn's eyes pop out of his head like a cartoon. <laughs> um, she chastises him for not exploring the city and beckons him to come for a tour. Aragorn is disappointed that Sephira comes along too, as he wanted to spend time alone with Arya. She brings him to Runon, the smith who forged every rider's blade before swearing to never make an instrument of death ever again. Uh, they have a pretty terse conversation, uh, and then Arya uh, tells them that there is a celebration coming up soon, which is the Agate Blothrin, uh, and it celebrates the the date of the blood of the blood link between elves and dragons it happens every hundred years so it's very auspicious that it's about to happen mm. <laughs> what great luck what a coincidence uh, they reach the manoa tree which is as thick around as a hundred pines aria tells the story of the manoa tree uh which i have told in a very bridged form a thousand times on the podcast which is what i'm sparing you from right now we'll get to it later uh Arya gives Aragorn some uh, homework questions on interpreting the story to try and stop him from crushing on her, which really <laughs> embarrasses him. Uh, Aragorn tells her about the blessing, and again, the raven shrieks, fate. <laughs> uh, and then we flash cut to Surda in a maze of opposition. Nasawada mediates a discussion where an Avadan member has stolen chickens from a farmer. After making a judgment and dismissing the men, she slumps in her seat. The pressure of leading the Varden is affecting her. She doesn't have enough money to feed all her people, and the land they've been allowed by King Oren would not sustain them even if it was laden with crops to harvest. She's summoned to meet Oren in his laboratory, where he's smoking Cardus weed and giving himself mercury poison. <laughs> he tells her that he's invented a vacuum and has discovered two new gases before she loses her temper and chastises him for caring about frivolous things instead of his people. He hardens, and they shift the conversation to their knowledge of Galbortorix's troop movements. They know he's raising an army, but they have no idea if he is on the offensive or the defensive. Nasawada asks for more money or land, but has pushed too hard, and Oren refuses. They trade bladed niceties, and she leaves, spilling a vial on her way. The next chapter, Hanging by a Thread. Nasawada returns to her rooms and finds that the spilled liquid is eating away at her dress. She and her maid... I don't know how this woman's name is said. Farisha? Farika? I honestly didn't even pronounce it in my mind. Um, Farika quickly undresses her and and she begins to despair. It's her only court dress and she can't afford to replace it. Immersed in thought, she helps Farika unpick the stitches and salvage the fabric but slips and severs some bobbin lace. In misery, she contemplates the high cost of lace, which is extremely time-intensive to create. She has a brainwave and summons the head of Juvrangagata, Triana. She orders Triana to investigate the logistics of making lace with magic, which could be sold in the Empire, 
and significantly lower prices, and therefore fund the Varden's efforts. Gianna's scornful, but Nasuada puts her foot down and insists that she research it. Unless she isn't skilled enough. (laughs) Gianna agrees, and Nasuada basks in satisfaction for a moment. Those are our chapters. Yeah. I just checked the pronunciation guide, and unfortunately... She's not in there, I checked. (laughs) She didn't make it. He thinks that you should know that. Let me reopen up and see what this is. I just feel like if there was an an extra I in there, I'd be like, yeah, I got this. Yeah. Oh, I was just reading it as Farrakha. Hmm. Is that wrong? I don't, I don't know. Uh, for those of you at home, it's that can, spelled... That could, could be, be Farrakha, right? but like... F-A-R-I-C-A. Like, we're not because waiting I mean, for really strong, you know. Well, yeah, it's like... Farrakha is more like Monica. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Tangentially. Tangentially. Well, that's how the, the second half would go. I don't know. I, I read it the first time, and I thought that there was an I after the C, which would be like a Shia. Farisha. And now that's... I can't I can't undo that. I've made the mistake once. Yeah, yeah. It's all over. Yeah, I understand. It's all over. Farrakha sounds silly to me. Well, it's not about her right now. It's about Aragorn's <laughs> bad day. <laughs> it's about Aragorn's bad day. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, get back Aragorn's to Farrakha and Nasawada. Uh, how do we feel about him finally meeting the Manoa tree? I've been waiting for the Manoa tree for so yes. long. Uh, it's less than a page <laughs> of her story, it's, it's but I love much. her. It's very funny. It's so short. It's it's just long enough for me to say, I, no, I can't. I can't read it in the, in the summary. That'd be self-indulgent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a serious feature, yeah. but it was really close to being short enough. <laughs> um, what am I? I don't have too many for this. Oh, just mostly that um, Aragon, when uh, Arya comes and gets him, because like the description is still from his perspective. You mm-hmm. know, like it's we're getting limited, or like close third person or whatever. Um, yeah, it's close third, and so. It's the sentence overhead the gathering clouds glowed with the rays the sun's last rays before it was extinguished behind the edge of the world. He still thinks the earth is flat. <laughs> he's gonna learn, but he's, he know. this is like planting the seeds for his great discovery. Yeah, That's really it's, funny. It's foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> um Aragon looks at Arya's feet for a second. Leave that out of that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do uh, that shit for I was, like, taking... Um, he was looking at Nasawada's feet. I was editing that episode. And he, was looking at, he was looking at her feet as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's got really weird ones. Yeah. But he yeah. Maybe he has six toes. No, I think he's wearing his shoes inside all the time. Yes. Oh, you Equally know bad. he's not taking his shoes off inside. His hardwood floors are destroyed. His carpets are very dirty. Yeah, they meant, he mentioned one time he took off his... When he got to the Elven place and he got to his rooms, he took off his boots for the first time outside of bathing since he'd let, got them in, in the Dwarven Kingdom. Oh, God. <laughs> Come on. That's yucky, he had one man. pair of socks. I mean, I guess in the Dwarven Kingdom, like, the floor is just rocks. So. Yeah. These were his new boots that he got there, but I assume his old boots he had worn exactly like that the entire yeah, time yeah, also. Yeah. All of but one. He was probably just breaking them in inside in the Dwarf Zone. <laughs> but I, I still don't agree and with that. And then wearing them to bed. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. If this is his first time taking them off except for bathing. I may, I may have added that in. I think that it was just... 
he said something about he hadn't taken his shoes off in ages and it was nice to do it. I'm <laughs> going to choose to believe that he sleeps with his shoes on. He's sleeping on. with his shoes on. In well, case he needs to run. Ca- yeah, they've been know? camping. Oh, they've, yeah. been ca- they've been camping under threat of, like, death or whatever. They probably have had their full outfits on. Man, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too used to the comforts of life. I need to be yeah. in a perfect bed. They should have given him some silk pajamas when he got here. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't use silk. It's from... You could animal. sing it they from sing the it worm. Out of a spider. <laughs> yeah, but it, the worm. It, it does kill the worm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they fix it. Well, they sing it back. They sing it better. In a different cocoon. There's one guy singing, singing the silk from the worm, and another guy's healing the worm. Desperately singing it back to life. <laughs> it's a really complex equation. <laughs> I, I'm not sure they would. I, they, they seem very lazy, is what I gathered from these chapters, is most elves are very lazy. I don't know about lazy. I think, well, actually, yeah, having magic and in your society, and it can actually do everything for you, mm-hmm. does change mm-hmm. a lot about how your work culture yeah. is. Yeah. We hear at two points in this chapter about how elves do not need to work to live or to eat or to enjoy anything and just fuck around. Mm-hmm. I just don't really understand how that happens. Bloke who does fuck all. Yeah. Yeah. They're blokes who do fuck all in the woods. <laughs> they, they're like, ooh, beautiful tree, please give me your berries. And that's like the end of it. That's no, I'm like, how, how is their society like hierarchical and functional when everyone just has magic? Yeah, because hierarchy is wealth-based almost always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and these guys have no need for They're not accumulating. Anything. Well, they're, mm. clear, they're, accumulating they're accumulating a lot of wealth, but nothing means anything or is worth They don't anything. care about yeah. the wealth. Well, apparently their um, royalty are ready to literally die for the country at any possible time. So maybe that's why they have a king and a queen. Yeah, a guy who has to go freak the fuck out on the battlefield for us. <laughs> guy who was willing to die for literally any reason. Just born into the right family for it. Yeah. Or, or just like, like Arya mentions later that if she didn't want to be queen that she could just say no and they'd pick yeah. someone else. Oh, yeah. So you have like, to want to die for them. <laughs> yeah, guy who really wants it. Guy who's raised to die for the, <laughs> for all of Elfkind. Um, yeah, I was thinking about the, like, implications of that, like, of Elf society being this, incre- like, completely insular, like, <clears throat> um, isolationist society of, like, basically, like, extreme upper class people who don't have to work mm-hmm. for anything mm. and are not helping anyone like they have like a, an, un- an unbelievable abundance of everything and they're just like fuck everybody who lives outside of this forest yeah like it's classic elf stuff but it classic is yeah, stuff. it's classic elf it's it is just like very interesting getting confirmed that like they don't need to do fuck all like it's just mm-hmm. their life to go chill or, mm-hmm. i'm so jealous <laughs> well but then Arya says very little exists that we must strive for, and that just sounds depressing. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> to terrible. To be honest, yeah. I don't want that. I think it's why that Smith kind of went crazy. Yeah. Well, it's, well, it's like why they why all, all have these like guys hobbies have. that they're like insane about because they've got nothing to live for. Yeah, they're all like like <laughs> extreme artisan pas- passion projects. Yeah, they're like seventeenth-century nobles where they're just like, mm-hmm. I'm so rich and I have nothing to do all day, so my needlepoint is crazy. <laughs> Like, I know they're just walking around the gardens talking about nonsense all day. Mm-hmm. That's why they have eight-day-long poems, mm. you know. They're playing mellifluous tunes. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing pottery. Um, they're 
Staring at the sky. Yeah, yeah um, some of them are literally just like staring at stuff. Guys. Just like asleep in a tree. Um, there is one ungendered elf who is muttering a spell, pondering an orb. Mm. Um, I also noticed that in this section, so like he comes across an elf that he is like, can't tell the gender of, is too far away, they're obscured, whatever. And he uses it for them, mm. which is like bold of him. <laughs> very bold. And I am curious to. I don't think it. Is likely to come up again. But like, <laughs> Sorry, I don't see that. Um, uh, where is it? Um, muttering a spell over yeah. an orb of glass clutched in its hands. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is like strange, <laughs> strange, strange. And I'm wondering, like, I would, I would be interested to see if he would use it or like the more. I feel like they is like more they. polite for a human, rather yeah, because like elves yeah. are very alien to him. But to be thinking of, like, a person as it as is, it. is strange. <laughs> it's kind of very rude. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I, I These guys are like, still very alien. Extremely. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was, like, an interesting bit of internal stuff for him. Which probably wasn't intended and didn't mean anything. But <laughs> I'm reading the book. And I get to extrapolate yeah. the meaning. I love, um, they're at this forge. And Aragon is like, there's an assortment of tools here that even Horst would be jealous of. And it's like yeah. Horst is a small town smith, and you just came from the dwarven cities, <laughs> and you're like, "Whoa, whoa Horst, the coolest smith in the world, would be jealous of this." <laughs> but Elftools are just nonsensical shit, and something that kind They're of looks like tools. a leaf. <laughs> cow <Yeah. tools. laughs> The dwarves have got rocks. Oh, absolutely! The dwar- like they're banging rocks together and making the most beautiful things you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Absolutely no idea how it works. <laughs> yeah, the process yeah. is just, like, baffling while you're watching it. Yeah. I think that it's bizarre that he's chosen to have um, extremely skilled elven smiths rather yeah. than dwarven. No, I like elven smiths. I, I, like, I like that it is this one woman. It's actually just, it's just I like smith, her being singular. a completely crazy person who's like, yeah, I'm going to make swords for eternity, and if you come to my house, I'm going to kill you. Like, <laughs> she's just so into it. I love it. People who have, like, they're just way too passionate about their thing. Mm-hmm. That's great. She's also the visibly most aged elf he's ever seen. After he said that Oromus looked like unbelievably old. <laughs> well, yeah, he he like he had a weird descriptor. He had for a very Aramis. weird. Like he looks, he seems old in his like movement and the way he carries himself, but he doesn't look old. I think is the description for him. Like is he, the rider anti aging magic just elven magic? Or is there something else, like, draconic about it? It might be, like, a wombo combo. Yeah, because they made their um, oath with the dragons before they were immortal. Yeah, So maybe it's dragon magic the whole way down. Mm, Like, elves are just immortal because of the dragon pact. There's no note of whether, um... What's what's her name? The smith? Uh, Runon. Whether she's older than Oramis or not. She's older than the I I assume she is. Oh, she's yeah. older than the blood pack? Yeah. Oh, shit. She's, like, extremely, extremely old. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, we don't really know, like, if Oramis is one of the, like, first type of, like, wave of dragon riders or if he came after. He's not because he had masters. Right, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. She's, like, uh, crazy old. Like, crazy thousands old. of years old. Um, and she is still just in her damn hut making, like, a chain <clears throat> mail for no one. <laughs> <laughs> For yeah. herself. <laughs> no, you're right. Aramis has silver hair, is old beyond measure, but the only sign of age is his expression. <laughs> yeah, so he just, like, looks <laughs> He like, looks tired. sad and old, yeah. but he's not, doesn't look sad and old. Runon has wrinkles. <laughs> yeah. But no, she has 
taut, taut lines layers. like wire behind her skin. Which is wrinkles, I guess. <laughs> but really weird. Like really really weird ones. Maybe he, I feel like he only recognizes them as wrinkles because of the pattern that they're sitting in, right? <laughs> Maybe but, they're cosmetic. Yeah. She ma- forged them. <laughs> He's not being. It's not a metaphor. It's not a simile. They're real wire. I like how Ronan treats the swords. Even though yeah, like she's the one that, yeah, yeah. She made them. But it's like they're still um almost feels like a foreign object that the way she's um holding on to Zara. Yeah, mm. I think she's like it's been a long, long time since she since she's seen one of her own weapons that isn't like I mean Oromus does not come to visit this woman. No, yeah. Um yeah. and so like for her to be this old, be this like much of a master crafter and still I don't know. I think to be really good at something, you have to kind of still have doubt in your own work and be like, I can improve on this. Yeah. So for her to pick up this mm-hmm. sword that she made like a hundred years ago and be like, is the blade still straight? Is it still edged properly? Like, mm. did I do this right? That's so cool. Is really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like her a lot. I hope she, she is <clears throat> going to come back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she comes yeah. back. She comes, she comes back. back. I like her. I think it's cool. I think it's um, I think it's great that she's a woman. <laughs> wow, girl boss. The power of women. We learned a lot about the power of women in these chapters. She talks some. Um, she's talking to Arya, and then is like, "Why are we speaking this foul?" I know. Language? She's like, <laughs> "I hate human tongue." <laughs> oh, so he can listen. You <laughs> want you want me to forge him a sword? Do you? Pah! No chance. <laughs> There are currently only four of her swords still floating about. Mm. There's Zarok right here, there's Aramis's sword, and two unnamed swords. Well, there's Galbatorix's. Oh, and Galbatorix's one, yeah. And, wait, are there two others apart no. from that? Oh, she didn't count Zarok in this list. It's Galbatorix's sword, Aramis's, and two others guided by families who rescued them from the word foul. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The Forsworn. Right. So he's not, she's not counting Zarok. Not counting Zarok. Counting double torxes, and I guess not counting any of the f- other Forsworn swords. I, I feel like they were potentially them. recovered and destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Bromwell's killing them all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> insane. I'm thinking maybe Brom did some like I don't know Mission Impossible shit on those guys and was <laughs> really going sicko mode, destroying everything they owned type revenge. Snap their swords over his knee or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, they're very evil. She also has some, um, I think, kind of out-of-pocket comments about brown dragons here. Kind <laughs> of weird. So mean. <laughs> yeah, not like those brown dragons, all muddy and dark. Like, talking about Sephira's colouring, it's like, okay, just because you can't appreciate the gorgeous majesty of an earth tone doesn't mean, like, it doesn't look good. You're just an idiot. I'm She's sorry. mad about the mud swords she had to make. <laughs> She's like, I wasted some of the swords of my lifetime on Mud Sword. Well, maybe you should have worked some different highlighting colours into it and made it beautiful, Queen. She wanted more blue swords. Yeah, I think yeah. so. She's sad. She can't make a blue sword now. Yeah, she vowed she, not to. Yeah, and she vowed not to before Brom lost his one, so she couldn't even make him a blue sword again. Unbelievable. 
The fact that he get to, had to get knocked out <laughs> to leave her forge is Just insane. Just because, like, <laughs> a level of entitlement that is crazy. Rom, your dragon's dead and you're not a rider anymore. She's not going to make you another Well, sword. no, it's just, it hits, or, she had already sworn an oath, presumably yeah. in the ancient language. They can't get out of it. She that she will not it, make though. a sword again. Yeah. And he's, like, kicking and screaming, having to be dragged away. By it's his crazy. teacher as well. So like, had to do it. <gasps> Brom everything, moment. Everything, yeah, Brom, Brom moment. Certified Brom moment. <laughs> everything I learn about him just makes me more and more embarrassed to have known him. Uh, to think one episode ago you were saying you missed him. <laughs> I do miss him. I think he brought some, some much needed uh, conflict. Everybody's liking each other a bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait till next chapter, I guess. Mm. Aragon's very glum in these chapters, actually. He's not liking it anything very no, much. Not. Well, he just learned that he did um, the, a, that a he great cursed, evil. He cursed yes. a baby. <laughs> he didn't curse a baby. I yeah. love him going uh, in this conversation, like, she's mad. We shouldn't leave this conversation while she's mad. I know. I'll, com- I'll like, compliment her on the very cool chain mail she's making. She's just like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never make anything. Whatever. You think I would use magic to do this? Sit in a river. <laughs> she is like I, I do like how incredibly offended she is that he thinks that she would use magic for any of it though. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was fun on the reread that this is um for just foreshadowing the next well, two chapters from now, mm. would you use magic to commit to do your artistry? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be easier. It would be so much easier. <laughs> would be easier, but she's not selling it. Yeah, so I thought that was really, in- <laughs> really fun on the reread to be like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know if that's intentional or not, but I like it. Mm. Oh, and I'll be gone, lover. <laughs> Alright, and then they make their way to the tree. To the, to the tree. tree. I, it's just square. It's a square tree. It's not square. It's no taller than a rest of an, than a normal pine tree, but it's a hundred times Yeah, thicker. but it's a cylinder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining it very square. <laughs> it's like short and squat, but it's, it's like, like for its width. But it's a cylinder. <laughs> Cube to We're me. all right. We're all right. <laughs> well, I mentioned it real funny. <laughs> How tall do old pines get? Uh, depends on the species, but like twenty meters. I, I feel <laughs> this like thing is so that's not wide. Like, that's fucked this up. Thing this thing is, so is incredibly wide. wide yeah. <laughs> That's... It's got to be taller than that because he said that he was on a route that was twelve feet up. Okay, <laughs> these have got to. It's got to be tall. Like you get like a be large like... section of them going through the forest, and the trees are really big. Yeah, it's got to. It's got to be taller. Than, They're like, elven trees, I guess. Than like a New Zealand pine. Yeah, because I can't accept it. <laughs> Safira climbs, flies up into it, and sits on a branch. It can't be the height of. It. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be on top of it. <laughs> Maybe it's like. Redwood heights. New Zealand pines are all pretty <laughs> short because we cut them down a lot. Well, yeah, because they're evil. And they need gonna... to be destroyed. Well, <laughs> they're not from here. Not I'm from googling here. the tallest pine. Go ahead. Tallest pine tree in the world. In feet, die. Oh, up, honestly. <laughs> 268.3 feet. Mm, What's that in real money? I'm looking it up. <laughs> Feet in meters, meters, I think. 81 meters. Fucking hell. Okay. Yeah. 
Let's Still to be the width of a hundred trees and that tools. Like, and I'm assuming this is a funny He means thing. mature yeah. trees, right? Yeah. That's a big thing. Too bad it's a gold person, because you could really make some great stuff out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it was like this before she got in there? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, think I think it was already the biggest tree in the forest, but I imagine that it has been changed. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, it, yeah. it potentially has gotten bigger on account of her magics. No, taller than the rest. Arya taking, knowing that he has a crush on her, taking him here and telling him the story is so gro- so funny. So it's funny. hilarious. <laughs> he's not going to get well, it. Queen, she but... she got here and like he's like she's visibly relaxed. This is crazy, and she's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> evil plan. She's also described as wearing a girdle, and I had to remember that he's think that he's setting all of this in like generic fantasy medieval type because a girdle has changed in what it looks like what is very it significantly it's, it's shapewear yeah, yeah. It's, a belt. It's, it's you wear it under yeah in, in medieval times it's just like a fairly it's wide just like belt, a little right? a funny little belt yeah. yeah it's not what it is now no no a girdle is like corset adjacent it's like yeah, yeah, yeah it's under it's like between the rib and the hip bone right and it just kind of like props you up um modern girdles have like legs on them <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, they go from, like, kind of below the bust to, like, the mid-thigh or so. That's insane. Well. <laughs> she is wearing one I of had those. to... Yeah, she can't see it, but she's also wearing one of those. <laughs> I had to Google it because I... And, like, various time periods, like, what is he describing? Like, it cannot be that. Can it be? It can, well, I wasn't picturing a modern one. I was picturing, like, a 30s one, but that's still underwear. Mm. So that can't be what she's wearing on the outside. She's got interesting fashion. <laughs> Actually, before we move on to the Manoa tree fully, I did have one last note for the conversation with the smith. Um, mm-hmm. Is that Aragorn just very casually speaks telepathically to Arya here mm. to ask her a question, and it's like, I feel like that could mm. that should probably be a bigger yeah, deal than it is. Yeah, she has swatted him like a fly for doing that yeah. before. Like she, and she's incredibly chill with it and just answers his questions and they move on. Mm-hmm. And it's like not brought up again. And I was, I was like, that's... A pretty significant marker yeah. of familiarity without, like, any precursor. Yeah, yeah, you probably yeah. shouldn't do that before telling him the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to confuse him. His brain's not very big, please. Oh, <laughs> uh, they talk about... Uh, he tells Arya about the um, the prophecy that Solombum told them. Oh, yeah, but he doesn't keep going because, um, quote... And uh, he doesn't like tell the bit about the the cursed lovers or whatever because he no that, that was Angela's prophecy. Yeah. Oh, he also tells her. Um, he kept Angela's prophecy. Yeah, he skips Angela's prophecy um, because of its personal personal nature and because he feared that it might lead Arya to guess his attraction to her. Yeah, yeah, she a- knows. She yeah. knows. Very hey, bro, funny. she knows big time, and she brought you here specifically to tell you to knock it off. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Really funny. I don't even remember what else was even in his prophecy. All I remember is that bit because it's embarrassing. They're like, go to the Manoa tree and you'll get a cool. Weapon. No, not Solomon Bum's prophecy. Oh, Angel's Angel's one. It's something about like his like, you'll be betrayed by a you'll family be member. By family. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, it also prophesied Brom's death. Oh yeah, like immediately. Um, yeah, I, I think it was just three. The so was that, yeah, that's yeah. a classic. Uh, yeah, it was Brom's death. A uh, family member betray you, and you will fall in love with a princess. <laughs> She's not gonna like you back, though. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> not part of the prophecy. Yeah, um, and Solombum's one was when the time comes, and you need a weapon. Look under the roots of the Manoa tree. Then, when all seems lost and your power is insufficient, go to the Rock of Kuthian and speak your name to open the Vault of Souls. Um, it, I love this very much because Arya is just like. 
Hmm. The Rock of Cuthian? It really rings a bell, but I don't know what it is. No clue. <laughs> I like that better than if she had just said, oh, I don't know. She's like, oh, I nearly got yeah. it, man. Oh, no, it's like, it's, that's right there. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> she might figure it out in like 50 years. Just getting around to going to the library then. I don't think we get the Rock of Cuthian in this book. I think. I don't think. I don't think we get. Book. Yeah. I don't think we get the roots of the Manoa tree this book either. No, oh, I think that was this one. one. Mm. Yeah. No, next one's the because like. We'll get to it. I mean, I could. I can well, say he, exactly what he happens. has a weapon right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that makes sense. And then. some events occur in which he maybe does not have a weapon. Yeah, I thought that yeah, was this book. Yeah, and then the smith comes back. The smith comes back. <laughs> so that's about uh, there. Yeah. yeah oh, it's I at see. the end of this book. Um, that all happens. He's he gets a new weapon next book. Yeah. And it's a title. Oh, the, the titular. <laughs> yeah, the titular. <laughs> the titular weapon. He's so fucking flop. <laughs> Actually, no, I can't, like, I would have called my sword, like, Queen of Darkness, Angel Death XX or some shit if I'd gotten it at, like, 14, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't blame him for just calling it It would have been fire. just, just your fucking your luck that fire. would have been its true name as well. <laughs> <laughs> your true sword's true name is Blood Rave 24. XX. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare to die by the hand of my 420 blazer. <laughs> green sword, of course. Yeah, green. Just <laughs> um, like the air horns as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just happens every time you say it. You've got two guys following you around with trumpets. Yeah, these are my heralds. And they have one uh, job. Very good. Um, I did like you calling out Arya's... Um, like reading comprehension questions yeah. after, mm-hmm. after she Yeah, she gave us some extra like, so what did we learn? At the end. <laughs> I think she this she was right to do this. Yeah. Because I don't think it was sinking in. No. For him. And it, not even yeah. remember that. No, he was like, oh, he, cool he only story. just realized he realized no, like, as she's it. asking. No, he like only just realized that he likes her. He did realize what he was like I got a, I got a bad vibe. What if she means this in this way? And then she asks him the question. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Dead. I think she means this in this way. <laughs> Do you think that the young man was to blame for the tragedy? And he's like, fuck, she's oh. going to make me say it. Yes. Yeah. Her just, like, staring at him until he has to look away and then going, they weren't suited for each other is so <laughs> fucking funny. Yes. <laughs> she's going about this obtusely, but... I think at least she's going about it. Yeah, at least, at least it's like forward, you know? <laughs> anyway, it's time for the story of the Manoa tree. <laughs> Go on then. Go on. Okay. This is what happened. Once there lived a woman, Linnea, in the years of spice and wine before our war with the dragons and before we came as immortal as any being still composed of vulnerable flesh can be. Linnea had grown old without the comfort of mate or children, nor did she feel the need to seek them out, preferring to oco- occupy herself with the art of singing to plants, of which she was a master. That is, she did until a young man came to her door and beguiled her with words of love. His affections woke a part of Linnea that she had never suspected existed, a craving to experience the things that she had unknowingly sacrificed. The offer of a second chance was too great an opportunity for her to ignore she deserted her work and devoted herself to the young man, and, for a time, they were happy. But the young man was young, and he began to long for a mate closer to his own age. His eye fell upon a young woman, and he wooed and won her, and for a time, they too were happy. 
When Linnea discovered that she had been spurned, scorned, and abandoned, she went mad with grief. The young man had done the worst possible thing. He had given her a taste of the fullness of life, then torn it away with no more thought than a rooster flitting from one hen to the next. She found him with the woman, and, in her fury, she stabbed him to death. Linnea knew what she had done was evil. She also knew that even if she was exonerated of the murder, she could not return to her previous existence. Life had lost all joy for her, so she went to the oldest tree in Dwaldenvarden, pressed herself against it, and sang herself into the tree, abandoning all allegiance to her own race. For three days and three nights she sang, and when she finished she had become one with her beloved plants, and through all the millennia since she has kept watch over the forest. Thus was the Manoa tree created. <laughs> what do you take away from this? <laughs> Who was wrong? A bit dramatic, in it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Didn't really have to do all that. It's so, it's so good. He's like literally... Aragorn's like bouncing his heels against the tree, wondering if Arya had intended the story as a warning to him or if it was merely an innocent piece of his history. His doubt hardened into certainty when she asked, do you think that the young man was to blame for the tragedy? <laughs> and he's doing his best to try weasel his way out of it. <laughs> like not say. Like, oh, uh, oh, it could be either way. Oh, they were both a little wrong. You're <laughs> all assholes here. I don't know. <laughs> and Arya's like fucking staring him dead in the eyes like say it was his fault. Say it was his fault. Say it was his fault. <laughs> say they shouldn't have even tried. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I just spilled the shit all over my phone. And rug. And the rug. It's okay. The rug is. The rug has seen worse and will survive. Yeah. So is the phone. <laughs> I've seen everything. There's something really, really wrong with that. <laughs> but it's okay. Alright, the last thing in this chapter is them talking about um, elven lo- royalty. Mm. And how... We've already kind of talked about that. Yeah, we've already talked about it. Yeah. How well, it's Arya's, it's little Arya's like... job to die for is it, everyone. Um... Is it racist or misogynistic or a combination of both when she says, you mean your it's too dangerous females. for your human uh, It's woman. racist and misogynistic. <laughs> Arya hates human women specifically, and this has come up several times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like a, a raging racist misogynist against specifically human women. She I has like a huge her problem with them. Oh, she is on like dwarven to... woman. I don't know. We don't, we don't meet we like any dwarven any. woman. Yeah. So like, we can't. There isn't even one wandering around yeah. for her to have an opinion on. <laughs> well, she deeply despises all dwarven um, religious peoples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but that's different. Uh, yeah, but it means it's the you know it's not a human specific hatred. <laughs> <laughs> she like apparently none of the humans in this land have any form of religion that we've ever been faced with at all. They're too busy farming. They got a lot to deal with. <laughs> farmers love to have religion. That's actually very true. Mostly farmers have religion. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, like, maybe... We we have zero idea about the roles of women in dwarf society, so we can't tell if Arya yeah, would hate them We kind of saw a couple in a crowd once. Yeah. Mm. Same with children. We don't even know what they look like. Also, of the speech here... They're cute, like, obviously, yeah, they're but cute. he hasn't confirmed that. <laughs> uh, the speech here is, like, Arya's arguments um, to um, Queen Islandzadi. Yeah, it's mm. so just re- repeating the argument she gave for why she, sh- she should be allowed to be really cool and ride around on horseback and, <laughs> and So maybe it's not normally things. like this. Anyway, that's what I told my mom. <laughs> <laughs> she is taking it out on Aragon a little bit. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, and then the last thing he tells um, her about the evil curse. He really, curse. really doesn't want to. And, yeah. um, and then she makes him say it and is like, man, I'm sorry I made you say that. <laughs> like, oh, uh, and I'm sorry right. I made you come hang out with me. And <laughs> when you were clearly in a bad mood, she also swears in Dwarvish, which is yeah. like, oh, it's really say, bad then. It's really bad. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that one's good translation like, for it. Uh, it um, says ill fate. Yeah, the dwarf uh, curse alarmed him. He had never heard her use profanity before, and this one was particularly apt for it meant ill fate. <laughs> Basel. It's a curse. It's c- to curse someone with ill fate. It was just a description. <laughs> a description of what he did. <laughs> I think it's kind of just her going, damn. I know, oh. but it's like you could have come up with a different swear word, so it's not, oh, I've accidentally cursed this poor baby. Oh, oh curse with ill fate. <laughs> like, yeah, that is yep, what happened. Sure right? <laughs> yep. I have to keep saying it. <laughs> what about, uh, she, you know, she's like, she's his Basel, and then the description is, um, this one was particularly apt for a minute. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah. Are Elvish swear words just, like, not harsh enough? I don't think they swear. They're, what, what, they're like, poetic and flowery. They have to swear They have about. to swear in the ancient language. What would, what would you even say? <laughs> you like Curse with Elfate. <laughs> but, but it wouldn't be true. It wouldn't be true. And if you, like... If you, if you said... If you, you couldn't call someone, like, a son of a bitch... Because it's not a true statement. Yeah, and if you're like, go fuck your you mother, wouldn't be able to spell, and they have to. Like, it's dangerous business. You just say like, I don't like your mother. Yeah, and I that think, could be a fact. I think that elf, you, elf you know cursing, it's true. Elf cursing is just like, well, I don't like you. You're like, not it's, my friend anymore. You're not invited to my birthday party. Sorry, you're not invited to my birthday centennial. Yeah, they gotta hold on to that for a hundred years. You're not invited to my grand cotillion. <laughs> Don't say that. It's too far. No. No, I'm gonna have to Google cotillion. I don't it's a pot- it's party. It's some kind I... of pata- party patati. Some kind of party and I I'm It's like a ball. Yeah, I'm just simply d- wondering if we're gonna be able to throw one. It's an elaborate eighteenth century French dance. Oh awesome. A, for- a formal ball where debutantes are presented. And you're not invited. You're not invited. <laughs> oh my god, they only have like one baby ever. That would be so cutting. <laughs> I think it's my like... baby, my singular baby forever's cotillion and you're not you're invited. <gasps> that's, I think that's war starting talk. I yeah. think that's too far. It's like, it's, I think... Leave town Low and level never come stuff back. is like you're not invited to my garden party, and that's still like, oh my god, I can't believe you said that to him. Yeah, that's drama for the village for at least a decade. Yeah, but you can't come to my daughter's cotillion. Is basically clear, like you're gonna kill each other. Declaration at, of at war. It's tonight. like, well, well, um, elves aren't allowed to have blood feuds, so that's what that's they'll right. say instead. <laughs> that's right. Man, it must suck being one of these guys. You like can't get pissed off. You can't do anything. <laughs> oh, okay. Before we finish this chapter, why the fuck does and I know it's for, like, uh, atmosphere or whatever, but mm-hmm. Blackton just shows up this before, fucking bird. before she tells that story and then leaves. He, well, he's still there at the he, end. He leaves at the end. Because the final, the final sentence of the chapter is high going. above their heads. Blackton ruffled his bone white feathers and shrieked, oh, where right. Yeah, I was pretending that is him flying away, but I guess he's probably just on a branch somewhere. He's hanging out. Yeah, yeah he's ruffling his feathers, so he can't be flying. Because so he'd fall like out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> he, I think he has, like, a sense when something ominous, spooky, or otherwise, yeah. like, <laughs> kind of creepy is happening, and he business. immediately zooms over I there th- to be no, like... No, I think he's a gossip. 
<laughs> he's got nothing better no, to do. No, he's going to tell everyone. No. Uh, Aragon, you're in so much trouble. <laughs> you're going to principal's office. Ari is going to tell a riddle about you. Oh, you're, you're town gossip guy only spoken riddles. <laughs> that would be Fucking so hell. good. The town crier only speaks in riddles. <laughs> no one knows what the hell's going on. <laughs> I think it's at the river on Wednesday, but honestly, I, I think I got the last two words mixed up. I don't know. It could be, I don't know. It's like doing a cryptic crossword. <laughs> yeah. Is bi-weekly sure. like two weeks or like twice in this oh, week? God. It might have been like a container verb. I don't know. I don't know. have inside. <laughs> I haven't actually read the book he's referencing, so I'm not sure. <laughs> well, this one was a follow-on from last week. <laughs> Brand new guy who could be really fun if I uh, can Town cry who speaks in riddles. Yeah. Oh, man. Saving that one yeah, for later. I'll lock that one away. Do we want to chat about Nasawada then? Yeah, let's yeah. talk about Nasawada. We're kind of... We're kind of far through for having only done one chapter. I guess these can both come. There's, there's sure. less to talk yeah, about. The second one's five pages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Less plot stuff happens. It's fun though. It's like yeah. it's, it's really like everything that happens. Like there's not that much plot, but everything that happens is new information, which yeah. is like a fun, like change of pace. Definitely for it. like refreshing, especially in the middle of like Aragon in the woods chapters. Yeah, because <laughs> technically all the stuff he's learning in the woods is new to us as well, but we're familiar with the Elven territory now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is just like completely new place, completely new people, completely new social systems. And also, I feel like all the stuff we are- learn with the elves is like. It's all ancient language stuff. It's all like mystical, magical, and you can kind of like, I don't know. It's it's more much more vibes based than the like, uh, like supply the... chain issues that <laughs> these guys are having. The jump cut to Nasawada like um, over a court session. This is two yeah. Guys that are this fighting. introduction is good. It's really like, fun for her. Um, She's really mean about the way this guy looks. Yeah, she is. She yeah yeah she is. She is just really mean. <laughs> She's to just him. really mean. Well, she's not mean to him, but she's thinking very you know, meanly about, about the way he looks. Well, it's too hot, you see. But then he's begrudging about day. it, like, but he's really smart. He's not He's not <laughs> ugly and dumb. He's ugly and smart. He's just, oh, thank, uh, thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, she's really mad the at him. The other guy's just really pale. The other guy's really pale. Mm-hmm. He's not tanning at all in the sun. No, he's scared down there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's from the north and he shouldn't be here. Yeah. This man ate 13 chickens. In four days. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Yeah, he went chickens. sicko mode on those things. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to pay for them at all. He's a jock. He gives her a jock. A jock grin. A grin? <laughs> That's a fucked amount of food to eat. <laughs> That's like, even and if you're he's a big on half guy. rations at the same time. That's on top of his half rations. Extra. <laughs> 13 chickens in four days. That's what, like, that's three a day plus one more just floating around. You think he just, like, let loose? He was like, LA <laughs> <laughs> beast, like, <laughs> he wasn't eating any chicken for like a month, and then he was like, he couldn't help himself. He's like Aragon three days into living with the elves, and yeah. he's cursing the lack of meat. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it Tare, the French guy who was like, ooh, I hate him. There was something so wrong with that guy. Yeah. I will never know. It's such a... Sh- You've heard about this Yeah, guy, he had right? diseases. He had something. something. Yeah, yeah, He had a hole in him. Yeah, I think it went to a different dimension. I think he may have been the first and only person actually really cursed by God. Because <laughs> that's an incredibly fucked up thing to have happened to you and to also do. <clears throat> Is it the same thing as the guy who ate the, He's the, the plane? Guy who- oh, no, oh. no, that's different. Yeah, yeah. He ate a baby, though. 
Oh yeah, yeah like yeah. he almost well, there's it's not like conf- he almost definitely ate a baby mm. and a live cat. A live and cat. He ate a live cat. Oh my People god, too. That's that. just difficult. Yeah, why yeah. would you? I he was fucked in the head. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And we've got him here in this yeah. book. Except there's just 13 chickens in four days. Which is like, for his I need, a, need a bit of meat in my belly. After half a day of breaking rocks, it's not even a full day breaking rocks. <laughs> Dude was out there for a morning and was like, hmm. <laughs> Three weeks of short rations. I'm about to do something really horrible. <laughs> hey Friends and family, this. please look away. That's just like... I'm thinking about how much meat is on a... Maybe they're small chickens. They're, they're not modern chickens. They're not modern chickens. Mm-hmm. But there's still a lot of meat on a bird. That's like a, It's enough food for two people for a day. I'm thinking about the horrible situation that Nasuad is in, that she's like, yeah, but this guy kind of had a point. Mm. Like, ugh. Like, ugh. I guess you are so yeah. hungry. <laughs> I'm just confused as to why she's paying members of the Varden's wages. Yeah. Like why? You're in a, like, yeah, why? You're in like a <laughs> you're not a cu- you're not a military. Cu- you're, yeah, everyone's a volunteer. Why are they being paid wages yeah. on top of food? I just like I think that's part of your problem. <laughs> I think that's one hundred percent of our problem. Maybe maybe Chris just couldn't or didn't like do a lot of looking into how like paramilitary stuff typically actually would work in yeah. this kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems that Orem has given Nasawada some, like, lump sum of money, and she's going to debut it up for the workers. And that's insane as well. That's really good. Also, mm. yeah. He's given her money and some land, I think, for them to live on. Yeah. yeah. Like, they I are asking for more. They're getting a very sweet deal here. Um, she's I think just, things are going good. Well, yeah, like, things are just They're not making productive in any way so they got here a month ago and have done nothing to earn any money other than what they got given as a a sum at the beginning Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah you're gonna have problems (laughs) yeah Yeah, like they're kind of just like beginning to meld into the rest of um yeah Yeah. i think if she yeah if she wasn't paying them they'd be fine it's like Mm -hmm. i'm paying you in housing and food and you joined the rebellion yeah yeah, she's paying both of the people who are in this conflict here mr gamble uh, Master Gamble, even. Master Gamble and the other guy are both have being paid wages by her. Which doesn't really make sense. <laughs> no, I don't. It, like, it's not a good, it's not a good, like, scene. Yeah. She mm-hmm. also says his salary, which I feel is a far too modern of a word. Salary <laughs> <laughs> man on a train. Cute. Also, I don't think that he is salaried. It sounds like he's an hourly worker. <laughs> <laughs> She's also refusing to appropriate any supplies from, um, like, regular yeah. people, which is fine. Well, They're I don't think that she, ha- war at the she doesn't have the option well, to Well, Orin is, sorry, yeah. It's like <laughs> the first time he's mentioned. But yeah, they're not in full-scale war at the moment, so it's fine. But I think he should probably consider that at some yeah. point. Like, it's not good to do all the time, of course. Mm-hmm. But when you are at war with the craziest yeah. guy who ever lived, maybe everybody can pitch in a little bit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I do like that they call him like an unrelenting madman and shit in this. That she's just like punching <laughs> yeah. at Galbatorix. She's the whole also time. saying like one of the only things it would be so easy to become just like him if we took a few goats from the citizens. <laughs> like it would be impossible to become just like him because he's an immortal wizard. Yeah, that's not a slippery slope you can go down. Actually, <laughs> no. there's a pretty hard block. There's at the like end. a pretty high. Well, like to even begin, there's a pretty high barrier. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think yeah, she's you've got dragons. like what? There's there's um two chances in the world that it that this could that you could start on the path. And I don't think like Nasawara has been trained in magic and can't cast. So mm-hmm. like I don't think she has she like has the capacity to ever become a dragon rider because mm. it doesn't it doesn't give you magical abilities. It's like oh you can cast magic. Oh, well, it I'll does. It gives you some. It like superpowers them. Oh yeah, like it juices you up absolutely. But like in this, it kind of but like. I, well, I don't know. Is it like a dragon would never pick someone who couldn't do it, so it doesn't matter? Or I think probably because in this, it kind of she's she's later kind of. Um, I think she just doesn't like it. I think she, she's been educated around it. I don't know if she was like trying to be taught to mm. use. Well, magic. like later, she's thinking of because like a lot of the what I really like from these chapters is seeing like spellcasters and magic from a person who knows about it but is not a caster's mm. perspective. Yeah, yeah, um, and like. Um, it seems the way she's thinking about it when she's thinking about it in like terms of population demographics, she's thinking of like, how can I possibly govern when there's a small subset of the population who can just do mm-hmm. this? <laughs> yeah, which kind of yeah. makes it seem like it's an inborn ability rather than like everybody can cast magic, mm-hmm. which I feel like is a discussion we've had over and over again, but it's still like, it does just keep coming. Yeah, well, everyone can mind, can mind read and mind Yeah, that's talk. different. <laughs> But magic's different. <laughs> I like this stuff happening in contrast to coming from the Elven uh, forest yeah, where everyone just has like, too much magic. Yeah, it's yeah really it's everyone and has like... in the Elves, everyone has too much magic and never has to want for food and they don't have money. And this is the exact opposite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which is like even their most powerful spellcaster is like whatever mm-hmm. in comparison to like an uh, elf that got born two minutes ago yeah. and is already up and walking around. I'm assuming they're like horses. I was think mm-hmm. I was thinking that it would be really funny in contrast to um, dwarven cubes if they were like were just born as like a pixie sized elf and then just <laughs> <laughs> like they were just already shaped like an elf but really small <laughs> and like a grown up like just like hi just a grown elf <laughs> hey what's up <laughs> I th- I'm taking that on I like that a lot it's like oh my god don't sit there. <laughs> Look out, oh. we have a newborn. <laughs> he could be anywhere. That mode of dust that just flew past you. <laughs> They're like kangaroos. They'd be easier for him. Magic into him yet. <laughs> I haven't sung at him enough. Fuck. <laughs> you gotta sing your baby. Aw, that's nice. To become Aww. bigger. <laughs> to become big and strong. <laughs> so, I guess let's talk about Oren. Oren yes. love him. He's got a lad. Five years older than Nasawada. So he's 24. He's 24. Mm-hmm. And he's got a mad scientist what lad. What happened to his dad that he's king at 24? Um, died, I think. Died. <laughs> Passed away. Passed away. I thought he had a disease, but I'm not sure. Mm. Mm. Not sure. I thought, I feel like it's been mentioned. I, yeah, sure. I, I also think it has been mentioned, but I wasn't keeping tabs on it. Um, I like him. I love the The idea of like a mad scientist type king is mm. always so fun. <laughs> Just oh, like, yeah, if he's ruling his kingdom well, though. Which know. he seems um, to be doing it okay. Seems, uh, also, this is just important to me. It seems that his um, livery colors are orange, and all of his guys are dressed in orange. Yeah. <laughs> which is really Orin funny the to orange. me. <laughs> <laughs> his bodyguards are in orange. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I mean, Sarda's like a hot country. Maybe the, mm-hmm. it, like... Mm-hmm. It's an exaggeration of the yeah. natural colors. I didn't realize him. it was so much of like a desert country. Yeah, it's no, like yeah. it's hot, hot. Yeah. I just assumed because the it's middle like of actually the a um, desert, continent like the... is desert. No, I think it's like Mediterranean kind of. Yeah, it's mm. like because it's coastal, it's not like all desert. But yeah, like yeah. I didn't realize that it was like 
you know, such a <laughs> the weather is a real problem they're gonna face, yeah. Yeah, yeah and still Nasawada is in a full length woolen dress. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, it's so hot, I'm it's so, so pissed hot. off, everything sucks. And it's like we- start wearing linen. You are in- It's like She says she doesn't want to wear linen. You're in Sardinia, linens. like <laughs> This is what it was gifted to her by a d- by um, a fine a fine woman seamstress. In the, in, the, in the cold, the cold, 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 cold b- body of the mountains. <laughs> Come on, Queen. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's really strange that everyone's completely accepting that she is the same rank as Oren. <laughs> because, like, she's not. She's not. She's a rebel leader, and he's the king of a Yeah, country. he's the king who is hosting them. Mm-hmm. Like, and she doesn't even bow. <laughs> when, well, and she's very rude to him. She's very rude to him. Yeah, it's crazy. I just, like... I think they were raised this... as equals. Well, no, because she didn't well, really know him until oh, no. now. When they well, were, when like they were she younger. she saw much of him, but she yeah. knew him. Well, yeah. <laughs> I feel like his father was like extremely supportive of the Varden and was like yeah. very very close with Arjahad and that's like I don't know it, some dynamics have been fostered here definitely but yeah um, she is not really being that cool to him considering everything that he's putting on the line <laughs> for these people yeah well it yeah. mentions that like um, Oren's father and grandfather were like large supporters of the Varden mm-hmm. just like from a distance mm. yeah and he's taking it even a step further and she's like, why don't you give us even more money? Masawada. <laughs> give an inch, take a mile, baby. <laughs> what do you... Um, hey, as an accredited chemist, what do you think about his situation and what he's doing? It seems kind of unsafe. <laughs> um, also, he's managed to um, combine phosphorus and water in a violent reaction, and that's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Uh, it's where she says, have you recovered from the explosion? The last thing that I learned that it's not wise to combine phosphorus and water in an enclosed space. The result can be quite violent. Does it do anything? Which is, this is, he is, but he is, um, he hasn't taken his research to the full extent because phosphorus itself does not react with water. Um, it reacts violently with air and is frequently stored in water <laughs> to prevent it doing that. But if it reacts with air and becomes like a penta ox, like, phosphorus pentaoxate or like a pentacarb pentachlorosalt as well that will react violently with water mm-hmm. okay sure he's not followed it through <laughs> <laughs> didn't do his high level chemistry thinking he didn't even particularly do a good job googling this one <laughs> i don't think he had internet at his house i'm gonna be honest he's yeah. taking that hole in the backyard hey he was writing by now the whole oh, yeah. stuff the whole, yeah, the the hole. he did the hole before he wrote it <laughs> before he wrote eric he's Bond. doing a lot of thinking digging the hole but now the hole is done he might have been doing book tours while writing this one yeah um the fact that he can um issue a smoke tendril of smoke through his ear out of his ear i think he's a lot more hurt than he thinks yeah, he I is not supposed to be a drum. is yeah. that can that yeah, it's all connected through the sinus. Yeah. Oh, oh, ow. It's not really supposed so it's not, to. E- yeah, his eardrum is burst, so that's not good, but it's not like he's blasted a new hole. <laughs> no, no hole through the brain. Okay. Um, he's also just smoking weed in. <laughs> yeah. Smoking weed in the that's lab. That's like, um, when you get an ear infection, you can have sinus pains. It's all the same oh, tissue, yeah. like, mm-hmm. all the way through. Yeah. All the st- stupid, disgusting holes in your skull. I don't like to think about it. I it's really, really prefer not to. Um... There's some holes that aren't connected in, in your brain. Uh-huh. Just 
the other side there's, there's just yeah. hundreds of holes in my brain mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> yeah, but he's doing um smoke traps tricks with his Carter's weed. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like... I can see why she got a little bit. Yeah, she's coming in like, my people are starving, and, and he's he like, do you want to yeah. call a sick, a, see a sick fucking vape trick? And then, like, huff, like, bong smoke all over her, and she's like, bro, um, like, I'm, we're, de- we're dead tomorrow. She struggled to the remain way. cordial, and mm-hmm. like, <laughs> Yeah, she... Uh, considering she does his, laugh though, it's funny. It is pretty funny. <laughs> considering his tomfoolery, I think she's she's taking it pretty well. Like she is rude to him, but that's whatever. Um, I what do you think about him inventing the vacuum? Fair enough. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Um, again, he's giving himself mercury poisoning. He shouldn't. He's be touching just touching, it. touching it with his bare hands. Just touching yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. People didn't know. Yeah. yeah. People didn't know that until kind of recent, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> they used to bury people who had too much mercury in them in like lead-lined coffins. I don't know. Yeah. I think so it wouldn't leach into the soil and, like, destroy <laughs> everything. I, I guess it makes sense. <laughs> mm. um, and Triana uses this spell to discover two entirely new gases. Yeah. yeah he's been excited to have magic uses. He's doing science with them. Yeah. yeah. I, this, like, I this, like him. I like him a lot. This, like, thought process of combo of, like, so many fantasy things neglect to acknowledge that, like, natural like philosophy and natural sciences still exist and like yeah this mm-hmm. everything that we know now everything that like is here we it, it still exists and it can coexist like alongside magic exactly and there's just like an extra layer on top of it and so using mm. magic to discover things scientifically is really interesting yeah. and like to augment it that seems process. like a very natural progression yeah, yeah like something that's interesting about it is that he's talking about other people's fear- theories and he's saying like Oh, the existence of the vacuum validates Varch's theories and means that Larden was a genius. Blasted elves always seem to be right. So have the elves not discovered this? I don't think the elves care about science at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, Larden did. He's got theories. Maybe Larden's an elf. Yeah, Laden he is. is Blasted yeah. elves always seem to be right. So either Varcher or Larden is an elf. I, th- it's probably prob- both. I think it's Larden. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably. But Varcher is wrong. Um, and Larden's right. Yeah. Oh, invalidates across the yeah, yeah, yeah. the line break. So, like, maybe there's an elf born every, like, whenever <clears throat> whenever is, an elf is born, you know, every, like, 700 years or something. And who's one just, of them like, cares about w- science. Yeah, one of them gives a fuck about Like, one of them looks away from magic long enough to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, it's just doing it There's probably own. rules to this. <laughs> We're probably breaking some rules. Oh. Yeah, magic has got to fuck with the rules of physics so badly. Mm-hmm. Not that I know them, but but I have a vague idea of what some of them do. And I think, does magic allow you to just create something? Uh, not from nothing. Not from nothing. Not from yeah. nothing. Okay. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the energy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember now. <laughs> Already oh. did from casting the spell. <laughs> 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 that's my like my like you found my skeleton in a Bethesda game in my journal it's like I remember if magic allows you to create something from nothing oh well yeah. this thing you can do is try and I'm dead <laughs> next to an object <laughs> Was he trying to summon water from nothing in that tiny little crevice of the pebble? Or was yeah, it from the yeah. air? I can't remember. He almost he died. Try- he was trying to make, like, a little puddle. That's right. He was trying to convert stone to water. Oh, God. God. <laughs> fucking idiot. Not gonna work. But, yeah, I think... It- he, he had the, the good sense to start at a very small scale, otherwise he would have just... <laughs> him and Sephiro would have used all their energy and died in that desert. Fuck, that would have been funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> Imagine Aramis just like watching from like a million miles away, like no, <laughs> just, like that taxidermy box. Like, yeah, no and this no like Brom turns away it. from one second, they go kill themselves. Uh, this is after Brom died. He oh, it's afterwards. Okay. So when he, him and Murtag were trying to cross the desert, and like how oh, do we yeah, get water? Yeah. And he's like, what if I do this? <laughs> and if he had just died, <laughs> I was like, bro, uh, <laughs> you'll need a lot less. <laughs> what dragon tastes like <laughs> yeah and i think it's like it's easier if they're closer in form right like water, gotta be yeah water to stone is really really hard but like mist to condensed water is probably yeah that's probably yeah, easy can, well he could suck water from the ground pretty easily like just from, from the ground well, so can i dig me a hole come on he's not special is all i'm saying <laughs> Sorry, we're talking about Aragorn too much. This is Nasawada's time. <laughs> this is Aaron's time. <laughs> Nasawada's talking about um, how she wants to be a leader to her people, but she's worried that her people are just going to assimilate into all of Sarda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did take them out of their like, extremely isolated military camp, where it was very clearly military camp, to normal <laughs> And country. most of them are from here. Yeah. All <laughs> so, like, oh, yeah. from here. The fact that she's like... Him thinks that him saying that he'll withdraw support is an empty threat because the men know each other. And it's like, Nasawada, you don't know how royalty no, works. Politics works. Yeah. He'll just he'll withdraw he support just and the guys will leave. just live here. Yeah. yeah. You'll have just lost them. Like, I'm sorry, but for a nation, a couple of thousand people is not a big, like, a big mm-hmm. deal at all. They'll just, like, go live in a couple of villages. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the Varden is only, like, I think maximum, like, 5,000 people, Yeah, right? we heard Probably, at some yeah. point. There was 5,000 of them in... Oh, what's the, what's the mountain called? Um, Falkendor? Yeah, there was 5,000 yeah. of them there. Yes, yeah, so that's fuck all And that's, like, most of them. That was the majority of them, yeah. Yeah. There was majority of their fighting folk. I, yeah. I understand if all of those showed up at the capital city, and this is, like, medieval times, capital city's probably, like, at maximum 100,000 people. That's quite a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But if they all are just from here originally and just go home, it's like, it's not an mm-hmm. issue. You are in a bad position here, yeah. Queen. Um, I do like, this is unrelated to the logistics of all of this, uh, we get to hear um, vague mention of another myth in, in world myth, oh. which oh. is very exciting. It's Aaron saying, Before your rider materialized, fully formed from the ethers like Morantensis from his fountain. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I love Which when people drop it like that. And just elaborate. like drop like you know, well, she like knows. you'll know, like oh, yeah, 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 you know, like uh, yeah. he he appeared like this. Yeah, that's what lives here. She knows. It's not that's our cool. fault. It's not her fault that we're aliens from like yeah. a different dimension, <laughs> looking over her shoulder. Hmm. It's cool. He's giving her good advice about the fact that if you try and work twenty four seven, you will die. Yeah. And not be a good leader. And she's mad about and she's it. She's so mad about it, and so it's like. She says that she's saying things trying not to be threatening, but, like, she acts completely insane. You're not doing a good job if you're not trying to be threatening. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, she's she's still a teenager, so I don't blame her for having a little bit of, like, a a, a snapped moment. She does accept that she should pick up a hobby. At least. She's, like, really mad about it. He's yeah, telling the- her to take five or ten minute breaks throughout the day, and she's like, that will end the world. Yeah, it's I like, cannot do on, that. Nasawada. <laughs> Come on. Torres will, will kill us in our sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's the section where she's, like, um, what is it? 
She furious, she gave him her whitest, brightest smile, holding it long enough to make him shift with with unease. And then she leaves, and she like doesn't. Uh, then Kurt sees as deeply as a servant, never letting her determined grimace waver. And she leaves with that same look on her face. It's like that's crazy. <laughs> that's a scary thing to do. Yeah, it's weird. She said like, "I don't have enough money to feed my people. Can you?" Give, she doesn't even ask. Give, like, she's like, give us more money, we can't afford to live. And he's like, I can't afford to just keep giving you money, try earning some money. Yeah. And she has that reaction. Uh, well, first she says um, that we'll either get more money or land by invading the Empire or by taking money from, taking land from Serda. Threat. Um, yeah. If so, you'll have to find homes for the thousands of people I've brought from Father and Dirt, which won't please your citizens. Whatever your choice, choose quickly, because I fear that if you continue to procrastinate, the Varden will disintegrate into a horde. She said, trying not to make it sound like a threat. You just said that <laughs> you're, if he threat. doesn't give you money, you'll steal his land. And sick your horde on him. <laughs> <laughs> she's under a lot of pressure. And she it's is. really hot. Yeah. It's really hot. <laughs> He's got yeah. a brazier going in this room. She's about to kill him. She's like <laughs> extremely stressed, but it's like, go Calm down. And Galvatorix is increasing taxes. And then she spills acid all over herself and is yeah. so mad she doesn't even care. She just leaves. Yeah, she, well, she hasn't got acid yet. Her sleeve's on fire. <laughs> I tried to Google what that could be, but um, if you Google, like, yellow acidic liquid or whatever, you just get um, uh, <laughs> places to purchase signage and, st- and safe storage containers. <laughs> Maybe you do. Cor- I'll Google it. Corrosives are, corrosives are classed as yellow. Like, that's the color that he oh, yeah. corrosives. A, me- a metal corrosive store cabinet is always yellow. <laughs> so it's not very helpful. That, that might be your search, like, tailoring. It Mine might, might give me, like, yeah. I don't know, yellow V or something. <laughs> it might be. That is like, extremely... It'll, like, give me ads for prime energy. I've never whatever. looked for that kind of thing on my phone. In my old job, I was, like, looking quite intently into, into you know, through work purchasing a new cabinet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never looked at it on my phone, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> just as she gets back to her room and her dress is melting. Yeah. <laughs> I think she has a, pr- like a pretty she justified goes, little breakdown about it. She goes pretty far with it doing that. <laughs> yeah. I don't imagine her around quarters are particularly close to the laboratory. Yeah, I'm not really sure how she didn't notice this I would say almost immediately, mm. given that it's like her sleeve and also skirt, like yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> Disintegrating into chalky cobwebs and emitting acrid fumes. Oh, that's mm. a lot. That's a lot more than I than I recall. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, we've all been in that, that kind of rage where you're just, like, walking around completely blinded, you know? Mm. She's she was stalking through the house serial killer style, and you know it, it happens to the best of us. I just I do like the like the the way that her emotional state has gotten across here is pretty effective. I enjoyed it. She's like very panicky. She's very mm. like acting not irrationally but like rashly at least yeah and it's um, very nicely contrasted with her maid who is being very pragmatic about the situation immediately at hand yeah but not at all about the greater situation which is what she's really the struggling with like the dress situation is the microcosm of her real problem but 
her maid only needs to care about the dress mm-hmm. so she can <laughs> act easily. <laughs> also, she asks her maid about like the actual problem and she's like, I don't know. Yeah. If we had more money, that would be good. Yep. Thank you so <laughs> yeah. much, Queen. You're so right. I do like the she says, um, if we had enough of it, meaning gold, we could buy Gubbletorix right off his black throne. I love the idea that like you're just like <laughs> pay him to leave. Here's two hundred million gold. We just Get buy out. all his men. <laughs> we hate yeah, that's probably a more realistic interpretation of it. Rather than just paying him to, him to leave. <laughs> probably more realistic to think I, I could Fuck, buy the whole funny. kingdom and then we could all get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just buying his holiday island. Yeah. I mean, she cut some bobbin lace open. Yeah. I was reading this really scared that she was going to cut her hand. But this is worse. This, this is, is worse. worse. It's way more expensive. The hand will heal. The lace cannot. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I, I, like, I was telling I was telling Nick that bob, bobbin lace is um, a type of lace where instead of being made like needle and thread style. a lot woven, of woven, right? A lot of lace mm. is made like on a grid. So you have needle and thread and you're making your lace on the grid when you remove the grid after it's done. Mm-hmm. But bobbin lace is like a huge number of your threads. And they're all each attached to a wooden bobbin, which is like a little stick, kind of, with the thread mm. coming out the top. And you just move like them. folding them over, yeah. yeah. You move them in, pattern, in a pattern over and over and over again until you're making your your lace at, like, you know... <laughs> it's so Millimeters a minute. Like, millimeters a minute style. Yeah, like re- yeah. It's very slow, and it's faster than needle lace. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And it's needle lace takes even longer. The lace of- is very labor intensive. It's, mm-hmm. it's all made by machine now. Yeah. yeah. Like the <laughs> amount of dexterity you need to be doing bobbin lace shit and like mental acuity to like keep mm-hmm. track of everything. It's just like if you see one of their setups, it's fucking crazy. It's I can like do it. it's Luke. Uh, <laughs> do it. Do yeah, it. Do it. Do it. Do Get it. into making handmade lace. <laughs> it would be, so be a really awesome hobby. You that would be do pretty it. funny. You would make no dollars. No. I'm sorry. Lace is worthless now. No. <laughs> this nice. is what Nasu wanted. wanted. Yeah, she's trying to undercut the market with, a, with machine-made lace. <laughs> Just like the 1800s. <laughs> this is so fucking tragic. Yeah, it's like loom time was 1,000. This is a really funny example to be using in in the book as, like, the the money-making scheme. It's genius. I think it's genius. It is. It's really good. I'm shocked that nobody else has ever come up with it. I know. (laughs) Well, the elves don't care about money, so it doesn't matter to them that you could do it faster with magic and sell it. And all the magicians everywhere else only care about magic. Weak. (laughs) They they do They're all weak, yeah. Yeah. That too. And the good ones probably work for the king. And yeah, he doesn't and they're care using about magic it. to kill. Yeah, to slice people in half and stuff. Yeah, to so shoot them like, into trees. Yeah, you need to have a magician. I forget that there's literally like seven types of magic that we don't know about. And magicians are one of them. So I don't. You need to have like whatever kind of caster the, these guys are. The ancient language casters, and you need it to be someone who cares about money, so not an elf, and knows enough of the ancient language to be able to craft the spell. So an elf. Yeah, <laughs> pretty impossible. Yeah, <laughs> actually true. Maybe this is kind of this is Nasawada's big genius moment. Yeah. yeah, this is. I mean, I love this plan. She is like really industrializing cool. a very very small sector mm. in a way that is crazy. Yeah, it's it is very like feminism, girl boss. This is a woman's solution. Like, <laughs> 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 I think really, I'll fix it. Really, really, really funny. 
funny that at the end of the chapter, she's like, a man would never come up with this. <laughs> thinking about Christopher Paolini typing it out. <laughs> Go off, King. <laughs> I like the summons of Triana, and she's like... She's um, so pissed. She's pissed. She's, like, just gotten out of bed. Yeah. She's like, what am I doing this she mundane stuff? She's way too smug about the three spells she can cast. Mm-hmm. I actually, I, I know I'd be inseparable. No, <laughs> I take it back. She can make her little hair bracelet come to life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, you would guy. never hear the end of it from me. <laughs> to be able to do that, she must be pretty powerful. Mm. Like, just from a pure, like reserve Stats. level. Like, I think it's just like an enchantment on a bracelet. Yeah, but it's, you're making middle... If you're, even if you're not bringing it to life, you're making middle... Solid middle move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might be segmented? I don't know. But yeah, I think she's she's powerlifting on, in her spare time, 100%. <laughs> That's the thing I love about this magic system is all your casters have to be jacked. <laughs> like, they have to be physically in perfect shape to be yeah. able to, like... What was it? The, the twins underneath those giant robes were fucking ripped. <laughs> Richard? <laughs> I'm imagining them, like, really, like... They're like, like Arnie under there. Arnie. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know him like that. I went on first-term basis. Name basis. I went on nickname basis. <laughs> He's no, Arnold's to me. <laughs> he, he's Mr. Schwarzenegger. To me. He's the governor to me. <laughs> Californian. No, I'm imagining them just like that really ripped but really skinny that you can yeah, get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. I'm sorry, it's like, like that Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor of California is like the craziest thing ever. Yeah, America's like joke country. It's fucked up. Who love to hire celebrities to do not celebrities. He's not even stuff. American. Yeah, he's I not know. American. How did he get that position? Like, that's the first one yeah, adds to it. I, it's like, I'm he's like really Austrian. Sure. How did he become the governor of California? I'll just let anyone do and it these days. They put him in office. He was there for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, ten years, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you think at some point he realised that being in politics sucks, but he couldn't get out because his term was too long? Oh, absolutely. I don't know how long a governorship is. Yeah. Maybe it's just I think it's a year by year thing, it. and he just was still there. Oh my, surely they don't vote every year on the governor. Hmm. I just would stop voting. It's the same four people voting <laughs> every year. If it's the same term as the presidency, it's four years, so maybe it's every two years. Yeah, I don't know. Like their midterm. Let me check this oh, well, because they're midterms every four years, but it's on the alternate two. Oh, so it must, okay. it must be midterms, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because governor's like the top of the state. Yeah. The top of the pops, if you, if you will. Um, yeah. Is Senator not the best one? Oh, no, that's the, a Sen- different reference the Senate too. is different. Right. Senate's national. Um, the governor's like the mayor of the state. Uh, and the Senate senators are like MPs. I'm glad that for all the politics that's in the series, we don't have to deal with voting at all. <laughs> you just, hate democracy so much, huh? Uh, it'd just be like. A what if long, they had a referendum? If they had a referendum, it'd be fucking sick. What if Nasawada held a referendum about magic use? I think, I think reading about it would be dull. <laughs> Crafting your perfectly okay, they're, worded they're yes no terms. question. Um, and you're only allowed to do it twice. Sorry, what was that? The governors are four year terms. Four year terms. Gubernatorial. First of all, made me read the word gubernatorial removal. Um, <laughs> How do you remove Goober? the governor? Um, impeachment recalled by voters. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the worst um, in word I've ever read. <laughs> it just simply sure looks really bad. 
what else we got about um oh I that's what it schemes right 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 i um when trina comes in and is being kind of a bitch to her and she's like, oh, I would never use magic to sew your clothes for you. And that's what I like, shut bitch. up. Yeah, shut she's up. literally shut a up, quiet bitch. woman. <laughs> like, oh my god. Like, she's had enough today. She's yeah, really yeah. had she's enough been, today. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> but yeah, this is like, what is she? Um, Do Vandegard has more important duties than repairing your clothes, lady. Our art is not so common yeah. as to be employed for mere whims. It's like, can you just shut up and do what I she does? I thought it was really interesting that she's calling her lady and not my lady. Yeah. Mm. Well, she doesn't care about it. Well, she probably thinks, like, as leader of Duvangagata well, like that she's got something. Duvangagata is part of the Varden, but they don't seem to think of themselves as part of the Varden. No, I think yeah, they yeah, yeah. Potentially, like... I'm sure they're taking their wages and their rations, but... <laughs> potentially magic, uh, like, performance and stuff is maybe not outlawed by the Empire, but, like, not looked upon kindly and not, like, safe to do yeah, just in definitely. life. And, it, and they've come to the Varden specifically because they were like we can practice magic here not would like the evil king to go away yeah because stuff. I think like practicing magic uh, under the king would lead to him being like oh you're going to overthrow me I'm going to kill you yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah she definitely doesn't have a lot of respect for uh, especially like I don't know what her relationship with um, Oren is like but with Nasawada she's like if she was actually born into the Varden I don't think she'd be talking to her like this no yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, she's like incredibly incredibly disrespectful yeah well it's also probably a bit of a power play because the leader of the Varden and the joint leaders of Dufrankagata died at the same time mm. yeah so it's like everyone's in power vacuum right now mm. and it seems that she has come out on top of the rest of Dufrankagata and Nasawada has been chosen for the Varden so I imagine it's probably a very like kind of touchy a- moment yeah. and mm. time for Thoughts everyone really situation yeah um but yeah, she gets tricked into doing this really funnily. It's like, um... You doubt my abilities! Can you do it? Do you think you can do it? Like, uh. <laughs> I would have had her as a test just be like, can you fix this here right now for me? And if she couldn't, I'd be like, okay, come back when you can do it. Ooh. <laughs> kind of situation. But you don't want to humiliate her and she doesn't come back. Yeah, though. but also if she succeeds at fixing it but can't make it from scratch, that's, like, a problem. Yeah, yeah. true. Because then it's, like, she's not embarrassed because she succeeded at what you just made her do. So why would she go and do what she, you know? Mm. Good thinking through our, our hypothetical power play here. Yeah. Because it's just that, like, the threads have been cut. That would be mm. much easier to fix than to weave new. Yeah. I still would have asked her to fix it so mm. that my gown was fixed, but... Oh, her gown's, um... Fucked. Oh, they're, they're it's, it it's melt. It's partially melted and the rest of it's been unpicked into pieces of fabric. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> it's very sad. It's going to become, like, some mighty fine girdles or whatever. Yeah, you're right. Maybe some... Maybe a shawl. Mm. Something beautiful in its next life. Alright, does anybody else have any other notes? I think that's um, it for today. Who's on summary next episode? It goes this way, so me. I think, think so. Yeah, oh. yeah, it is, because you were said that I got Nasa Water chapters, but you get one too. That's yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> you get the, the best of all. Yes. That's what it is. So next week we are reading Alva, <laughs> E-L-V-A, Resurgence, and Why Do You Fight? Ooh. Um, Elva is a Nasuwada <laughs> chapter. What are you reading? Uh, two chapters from now, The Obliterator. <laughs> no! That's what I call... <laughs> Solid <Sorry>, what? Shit. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I gotta go to jail. She obliterate all my. No, come on. <laughs> she obliterate <laughs> on my yard. Cold. This sucks. Alpha resurgence and why do you fight? Which is Nasuada Aragon Aragon, I believe. <laughs> I, that sounds right. <laughs> but if we're in for Roaring Chapters, I'm excited. I miss him. It's been too long. I want to see what they're up to. I <laughs> think we get um, Roaring back at either Nada or the Hammer Falls. Oh, it's got. Well, it be- could be the Obliterator. That's what they call him. If you don't hear the chance. <laughs> okay, it's definitely Nada and Hammer Falls. It's got to be. They go to Nada. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hammer Falls sounds like Roran. Oh, it's like the Hammer Falls, like the Hammer Falls down, not like a waterfall. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. All right. Thank you guys right. so much for listening to Ears for Dragon. Um, you can find us on most socials at Ears for Dragon. That's Reddit, Twitter, Tumblr. Um, you can email uh, email us at earsfordragon at gmail.com. Um, yeah, rate the podcast, comment on the podcast, uh, and I guess, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye! Bye! Bye.